What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Jay, hard to believe we have reached the end of the line. Yeah, and it kind of came quickly and just abruptly like, Very hey. Very abruptly. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Reality Bites podcast. It's Megan and Jay. We are back after a week off. And like you just mentioned, the general consensus is that it felt very random. Like they dragged out so many smaller parts of storylines over the course of the season. And it felt like last night it was like, oh, crap, we're out of time. The season's over. We have to tie up all these storylines. But before we talk about last night and every rushing to the altar uh how was your weekend it was great i actually watched more football because there's a new football league that just started and so anything football you know i'm down with a new football league like locally no nationally the xfl what is that canadian football no no you know are you familiar with the wwe yes wrestling yes wrestling the owner of the wwe has started his own football league stop it no i'm serious that doesn't seem necessary I did date as someone who played in the the CFL, the Canadian Football oh, really? League. Yeah, we went out a couple of times. He was like dumb as a box of rocks. I was like, <laughs> you have probably hit your head one too many times. <laughs> like, this is, I mean, he told me, this is a true story. He would fall asleep. Like, we went out to dinner and he fell asleep at the table. And I was like, am I that boring? But then he told me that that's a, a common thing for him. Like, he fell asleep in his car with it running. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, in my parking lot. So I lived in, in an apartment building and I get up in the morning and I go outside to walk my dogs and he's in his car asleep and it's running and he had it had been running for hours falls asleep oh that's not good and i'm like that's you're luck- lucky you didn't get robbed like that's how you wind up dead is <laughs> you and he's like yeah it happens to me all the time and i was like so you just randomly fall asleep and he's like yep and i'm like is that a brain injury like what is that all about yeah early signs of ct you might want to look into that and then yeah and then there was another time when i woke up in the morning and he was asleep on the balcony oh my god like yeah like he had <laughs> so i lived on the first floor of an apartment building when i lived out in seattle and so a lot of times when my friends would come over you know you have to have a clicker to get into the parking garage right. and parking's a nightmare so i lived next door to a drugstore and sometimes people would park in the drugstore parking lot and just hop over mm-hmm. onto my balcony and come in i had a sliding glass door but i guess he came over one night and i was definitely home but he didn't even knock and he <laughs> must have like i don't know it's, when I say the story's back, it sounds so weird. And there was a part of me at the time that really, truly wasn't sure if he had a place to live. And I am not 100% sure what was going on. It was so bizarre. But yeah, he was like asleep on the patio. Like, it was as good a place as any, right? Very weird. It was so bizarre. He was one of the weirdest people I've ever gone out with. I digress. How was your weekend? Well, speaking of someone trying to get into my house, someone oh my tried God. to break into my house this weekend. What? Saturday night, I'm dead asleep. It's four o'clock in the morning. And I wake up because my golden retriever starts growling and it's that really deep growl. Mm-hmm. And like, you've met my dog before. I've never heard her make that sound. Oh, really? She's not, she like maybe growls a little bit when she's playing. We're playing tug of war, but it's not like. She seems like a very happy dog. 
I always say I wish I were half as excited <laughs> about anything as she is about everything. Um, I don't know what that feels like. But yeah, she's not. I've never heard her growl out of an aggressive or a, a, like she's like a warning growl. Right. And so I wake up. It's pitch black. And I was like, God, that was so weird. Like she's like, is she having a dream? Is she dreaming right now? And then I heard someone pushing on the back gate. I have I live in a townhouse right. and I have a fenced in back patio area and it locks there's a huge lock on the inside so you can't just push the door open so whoever it was was pushing on the door she heard it i heard it she growled again now my heart's racing and the hair on the back of my neck's sticking up so i jump out of bed i turn all the lights on i didn't know what to do so i just like I banged on the window, hoping it would like scare him. Right. And then, of course, I was so terrified. I was wide awake and didn't go back to sleep for the rest of the night. And my, the next day, my parents were like, why didn't you call the police? And I was like, I don't know, because by the time they got there, he would have been long gone. And for all I know, I'm 95% sure it was someone trying to get into my back patio. Right. But I live in a neighborhood that's known for like car prowlers and people who will go into people's backyards and they don't always try to break into the house. So I don't know if he was just trying to whoever it was crime of opportunity looking for like something that they that they could steal right. i don't know but anyway or it could have been your ex-boyfriend looking for a place to sleep well that guy is long <laughs> out of the picture i have no idea what happened to him in fact i wonder i don't even honestly it was so long ago i don't even know if i remember his name but i do remember he had this this like highlight reel on youtube oh, really? of like some of his best plays okay. and that but that was like his thing was this and he only played in the cfl for like three seasons or something like he's not a well-known person in the cfl but this was his glory was this youtube three minute sizzle reel of his best play <laughs> sizzle reel, I like yeah that. i guess i don't know anyways last night 90 day fiance was back i had no idea that it was the season finale no one did because tlc doesn't tell us anything anything they just kind of do a show and it's like hey and then all of a sudden i'm like oh wait this is no this is the last one because the two-part tell-all starts next week it's like you're getting married and you're getting married and they're getting married and you guys are broken up and you're not in the episode at all the end uh that's how it felt so we didn't hear from emily and sasha at all right then again we've already seen them get married what else is there to say as marcel would say this is the finish finish <laughs> but we do pick up with anna and marcel now he is returning from turkey coming back to the u.s on his original 90-day k-1 visa which we have no idea because they don't explain how he was just able to turn around and come back but he's very likable so i would be like yeah man come on back sure you seem very <laughs> there's like nothing alarming about you like <laughs> come on back it's fine. So from the time she picks him up, they have hours. Like eight, seven or eight, seven hours. Hours before the visa expires. Today's a big day. Marcel and I are getting married. But first, we had to pick him up from the airport. We're on day 90 of the 90 days. And when Marcel lands in Omaha, we'll only have six hours left on this visa. I'm, I'm praying that nothing happens because there's no room for error today. The clock's ticking. A flight could be delayed. He could be held up in customs. If anything goes wrong, we're in danger of missing the visa deadline and Marcel had to go back to Turkey. Anna is leaving 
Bellevue, Nebraska to drive to Omaha to pick him up, which I Googled. It's only like 15 minutes. So basically, she lives in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because at first, I was like, oh, it was like an hour drive to the airport? Like, what's happening here? In the original time he came, did he come through Chicago Chicago, or something? Chicago. Right. Okay. And she picked him up in Chicago. But she's on her way to the airport to pick Marcel up. She's got two of her kids with her because the oldest Joey is boycotting this entire thing. And they get to the airport, pick him up, and now like time's ticking and I'm like can we, can we get a light jog or like can we can we pick up the pace a little bit they're like they it takes forever to get his luggage and then they're walking out to the car and I'm like guys how about some a sense of urgency like am I the only one who feels like you guys should be moving a little bit faster but they get back to the house and now it's time to get married. And originally, they were going to get married in front of this like honeycomb altar. Oh, that's right. There was no honeycomb altar. No honeycomb altar. So uh, that must have gotten burned in the <laughs> you know bonfire in the backyard when she thought the original wedding was called off. She probably destroyed that thing in a rage room. And listen, there is nothing wrong with a small backyard wedding, but something about theirs particularly I found to be very depressing. You know, everything from her in her bathroom trying to get get ready and you know him not knowing how to iron his own suit steam get the wrinkles out it was all wrinkled and it was nice that he brought a ribbon to wrap her up like a present yeah, I guess that's a Turkish tradition to tie a red ribbon around the bride's waist. And uh, and I felt bad. I mean, Anna, you could tell in the 11th hour was really hoping that her son and her mom were going to show up. But like mom didn't come either. Yeah, that was kind of on both levels. Like your mom should really just kind of put anything aside and be like, you know what? You're my daughter. I'll be there. I'm going to be there. And yeah. I can understand her son because he's a teenager yep. and very emotional. And I actually had an incident where I almost didn't go to one of my brother's weddings because I was angry at him and some circumstances that had happened and my mom that's drama yeah and my mom and my sister you know basically forced me to go and I'm glad I did yeah because you know you always have those memories now if you see any of the wedding pictures I look like a sour mean face mugging. mean mugging and the entire the wedding but at least I was there <laughs> yeah yeah at least you showed up right. uh, Joey not there mom didn't show up the wedding happens in the backyard Anna Marcel married and off to the races he, uh, she has a very nice yard by the way that's the one thing I picked up yeah, on I was like, that's I mean, a Scott's yard right there yeah it is it, it, well and the, her house is nice too mm-hmm. so that also makes me like what does she do for a living besides beekeeping like beekeeping is her hobby oh, right that is true do we know she has to have an okay job. Yeah, that is true. That gives her a lot of time off, though, because you never see her really working. Or, no. No, she's always hanging out with the kids or more so. Right. So who? where's the money? Where did the money come from? Another question. question that we have no idea. If anyone knows what Anna happens to do for a living. And then Leo gave one of the best speeches at a wedding ever. Does anybody have my attention that I honored that mom and we're so married and they will forever and I'll live with that. Aww. Thank you, Leo. <laughs> it, was it was pretty very, epic. Yeah. Yeah. It was very much just like uh, you guys forever together. I honor you. Yeah. It was cute. It was cute, but it definitely came out. I mean, he's a little kid, so he doesn't really know what he was saying, but it was like, I'll live with that. It's like, well, okay, well, you don't really have a choice, Leo. You're seven. I am hoping that we're going to find out the status of Anna's relationship with Joey at the tell-all. Like, how are things today? How their relationship is. Are things better?
better with Joey now? Is is I mean, we saw that there was a picture of Marcel shopping out of Walmart in Nebraska. Right. So we knew before they even showed us on the episode that he comes back and they get married, we knew he was still in Nebraska. Uh, yeah, follow up. I'm hoping maybe at the reunion, at the tell-all. I'm sure they're going to have to give some sort of update. Something. Because I still have questions. Like, are you guys able to communicate more? Because like, even on last night's episode, she was speaking more Turkish. She was speaking a lot more Turkish than I expected. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah, so, so someone got Rosetta Stone. It doesn't <laughs> appear to have been him. She took your advice. <laughs> All right, moving on to another race to the altar, Blake and Jasmine. Yeah, all of a sudden, it's just wedding day. Hey, hey, everybody. Today's the day. day. Which is strange because where we last left off with them, right, she was going over to Blake's brother's house, and they were talking about... Everett's birthday party from the night before and he was expressing doubts about things that they had in common and if their lifestyles were compatible but here we are at their wedding day or wait no did we meet her parents last and we assume that they had just arrived in town for the wedding I'm a little confused because it has been two weeks since we checked in with any of these couples but anyways it's their wedding day and we don't know anything about the details of their wedding the only thing that we saw was where Blake's mom was asking Jasmine about, you know, traditionally the bride's parents pay for the wedding, and that seemed to be news to her. <laughs> Everything seems to be news to her. Well, yeah, because she has no idea about weddings, so she's never been to a wedding. I'm only like, seen them on TV. Do they not have weddings in Finland? Like, how do you not know what a wedding... And she's at, what, she's what, like 24, Four? 25? Like, she's in that age where a lot of her peers probably are getting married, where, you know, she's probably been invited or to, or should have been invited to at least one wedding wedding like by the time i was 24 25 yeah at least a couple of my friends were getting married i just can't imagine that she just has zero clue and that her parents wouldn't even be like oh well you know usually at our wedding this is what we did or right she acted like oh weddings i don't know i've never she has had has no clue how any I, of this works i just bought a cocktail dress and i'm gonna show up and see what happens I now don't know. the dress was pretty, it was a pretty I, I will give her credit and listen jasmine is a pretty girl we do know that blake and jasmine very unhappy with how they've been portrayed throughout this entire season they saying are. that Basically, they've been... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they've been... <laughs> Well, misrepresented <laughs> yes um, completely like their story has been fabricated that basically none of what we've seen is the actual relationship that they have and that's becoming more and more of a theme at least in this season because i just recently read where uh sasha and uh, uh, emily emily yeah they were very vocal how recently. disappointed they were in fact emily not to get way off topic right. but emily posted on instagram this photo of she and sasha together and was talking about how you know no one got to see the real Sasha right. because they painted him to be this horrible deadbeat dad who up and leaves his kids and refuses to eat cereal and you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> and she yeah and then the, another couple saying calling out not just TLC but Sharp Entertainment oh, who wow. must be the production company like you know it's getting real when the flipping the people on the show are flipping turning the tables why is my brain not functioning right now I can't form words <laughs> They're flipping the script. Right. And basically calling out, like, no, none of this is real. How can you guys do this? This is, like, criminal that you are making this so not reality and the interesting thing is it's very prevalent in this season whereas yes. in season past you know we've had a couple of the 90 day fiance cast members on and they said that yeah some of the stuff was a little exaggerated or the way they edited was a little you know made it look a little less favorable toward you know whoever the party was yeah but in this episode people are very very vocal upset 
about the fact that, yo, this is not what really happened. Right, and right. We don't appreciate it. Some, I think Jasmine and them, or they're the ones who are considering legal action. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, I think when you, when you sign up to be on a show like this, you're just a regular average everyday person and you think you're signing up for a documentary style. Basically, yes. Camera crew follow us around and they're not going to edit storylines and make people appear to play roles and stuff like that. And what they're seeing is the flip side of reality TV, which is it's for entertainment. So yes, things are going to get twisted and they're going to manipulate storylines. And they've been doing it in a major way this season because I mean, how many times have we gotten on this podcast we're like, hey, next week's episode, it looks like this because they will edit people in the middle of a sentence. Yep. And then you get to the actual episode and it's like, oh, that wasn't what it was at all. Not at all. So we have Blake and Jasmine now married. They, they go to this park that... I, I did think it was kind of cute. Like, Blake has some sort of memories of being little and playing in this park. It was a nice... I mean, it was a nice little ceremony. Sure. <laughs> very nondescript. It's very much like... All of these weddings have been, like, with the exception of Michael and Juliana, all of these weddings have been so depressing to me. I get not everyone's about a big over-the-top wedding, not all about the pomp and circumstance, but, like, these weddings are really sad to me. And the thing is, <laughs> they are going into this knowing that they have to get married within this time period so you would think that the wedding would be a little bigger focal point of whatever the end game is yeah yeah and you would just, think and it just kind of seems like eh. like it's the most anticlimactic part <laughs> of all of it is when they actually get married which is what we've all been waiting building for. up to right. and waiting for uh well speaking of michael and juliana they are already married but they at least michael made an appearance on the episode last night with his ex sarah talking about Halloween. sarah another one by the way she oh, re- yeah, yeah she just recently said as well that uh she hopes that TLC will show the real relationship between her and Juliana and that so far she's very confused on why they've kind of skewed it in a certain direction so yeah continue with that another theme. cast member another and cast that's member. that so so far there's been a whole bunch of them right. we'll, we'll do the final tally at the end because we're not there yet there's some others coming up who have also called out tlc and i guess sharp entertainment, sharp now. entertainment. now we know who you are we got your number <laughs> sharp uh now we need some names like specific right. names and track you down so michael and uh sarah sit down with max they're talking about halloween and somehow the conversation Creepy. goes from juliana's costume she was dressed up as a zombie to, to a like hot zombie. how hot she was and being offered tricks oh it's my like, gosh why do we have to bring up the prostitution thing or any sort of association to like turning tricks in front of your kid just when you think oh you know he's kind of being a normal guy again he has to be creepy sleazy mike again but he does tell his ex-wife sarah that they decided against the prenup i know there was some talk about getting a prenuptial agreement did you visit the mediator yeah we did we did um how'd that work out decide not to do it why did you decide not to get one to be honest i i it was a horrible experience juliana was so upset i don't want to do it i don't believe in love and i believe in this relationship I, and I, not the kind of way I want to live my life anyway. You know, contracts when it comes to being married. It puts such a bad, dark cloud over the whole thing in a way. I really wasn't surprised at Juliana's response. When she met Mike, she probably felt like, okay, this is somebody I can rely on. But then she gets here and a few weeks later, She's in a lawyer's office 
suggesting that perhaps she won't be able to rely on him. And like the calm, cool, collected person she has been all along, she goes, well, I trust that you are making the right decision for our children, although I don't imagine that's how most ex-wives would respond uh, to that scenario. Sarah's a champ. They have proven to be an atypical divorced couple. (laughs) 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 Who can at least sit in the same room together. I mean, you got to give them credit for that because I know a lot of divorced people who would like, if you put them in the same room, they would scratch each other's eyes out. Me and my wife got in an argument about Kobe Bryant yesterday and she wanted to leave the room because we had opposing opinions your wife yeah so what was the argument oh yeah it was it was just an it argument. Was, oh, it was a controversial i mean it's just about his legacy and should certain stuff be brought up ah, right now and right, all that right, kind right. of stuff the Gail king thing and yeah, yeah we had very different opposing views and it was like i'm not talking to you first tonight oh my goodness and then we made up and we watched football after so we're- you watch xfl afterwards yeah. <laughs> another wedding robert and annie now let me be the first to say bryson looked adorable he did but i like the matching suits i am not into the red though i don't know why i have such an aversion to a very visceral reaction when you see like that a visceral reaction like i was like oh no 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 like if i were getting married and my husband to be suggested wearing a red suit if we're wearing that i don't know if i'd go through with the wedding i'd be like uh i'm gonna need you to change before we go any farther has this been just, like have you always not really like i had no idea that i would be so anti-red suit until i saw it in last night's episode and i would just was like nope 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 i am generally not a big fan of like you know just red like that like wearing it like that but i kind of liked it a little bit the red and the black and his son maybe because his son was like a little mini version so it kind of made it look kind of cute yeah i don't know yeah robert and annie though another couple that they led us to believe there was going to be drama at the altar that robert was going to say i can't do this i can't go through with this well what a letdown it was just him (laughs) giving her an engagement ring which she should have had all along and uh, this is like I i can't figure them out another couple who obviously have been inaccurately portrayed because it seems like all they do is argue and really dislike each other fundamentally dislike who the other person is <laughs> right, yes. as a human being absolutely and then they're at the wedding getting married and it seems very genuine and loving and, and sweet i love you until the day i leave this earth thank you for for believing me in every way robert do you take annie to be your wife yes i do Annie, do you take Robert to be your husband? Yes, I Well, since you made these commitments before everyone here, by the laws of the state of Florida, I declare that you are now husband and wife. You may kiss your beautiful bride. And also, all of a sudden, she has a friend, Naomi, like another... Where'd the friend come from? Yeah, just another friend, like, oh, my friend Naomi's here, I'm so happy, and it's just kind of like, where are all these people coming from that we just never see have ever? No, I, no clue who they are. Robert but has another again, sister show up. That's another theme. I think one of the reasons that, that these weddings I find kind of like sad and depressing is because the, the foreigner generally has nobody there for them, no yes. family at all who's able to come and be part of the wedding, and maybe that's what makes me kind of sad about it is that it's like to me at least with Blake and Jasmine Jasmine's parents were there right. but nine times out of ten when you watch a show it's always like the foreigner who's sad on their wedding day because no one from their family is able to be there and so that again with Robert and Annie it's like I don't know what her relationship is like with her 
parents. It sounded like she was very family oriented, had a good relationship with her family. And her father died right recently. Yeah, and it's her sister, and she gave more closer sister. And it seems like she's really close with her. So yeah, it seems like she'd want her family there, her sister to be there at least. And I don't know. Can they not get? Yeah, how difficult the travel is from you know tourist the, visas, the I don't Dominican know. Republic to Florida. I don't know if that's really a tourist visa situation or if it's just a money situation or what it is. But you would think that they would try to address that again early on, like in the ninety days. Like, hey, is there any way we can get your family? Yeah. Here in 90 yeah. days as well. but So, so far last night, we've had three weddings, and now we've got a fourth with Tanya and Sinjin, another couple who have real issues. Now, they are probably, next to Robert and Annie, they are probably the most surprising that, you know, it got to the point where it did where... They're just going to go ahead and get married because we are led to believe from what we've seen over the last, you know, two and a half months that they have some really big issues, including her not really being sure that he's her soulmate. I saw people talking about this online and they're calling it soulmate gate. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently at the tell all, it's still very much going to be an issue for them. It should be like he has said that you are my soulmate. And you know what? It. I don't condone lying in a relationship, but she apparently thinks that I love him in such a major way that it doesn't matter that I don't call him my soulmate. But obviously it matters to him. Yes. So at some point you should just relent and be like, you know what? I never knew what a soulmate was and that's why I had that response. But now that I've met you, I can say for sure that you've taught me that yes, you are my soulmate. Something like that. Something. And I just came up with that right now. That was that was impressive, Jay. That was I like that. I think maybe we should um draft an email and send it to Tanya and maybe let her look that over uh and consider using words like that in the future. Now what do you think about the tattoo wedding bands? So at first, because I'm not a big tattoo person, some people, my wife has a bunch of tattoos, I have zero tattoos, I'm not tattooed. But then I thought about it, I'm like, well, if you really do perceive, you know, marriage as being a lifelong bond, then, you know, getting a tattoo to kind of signify it because you guys are going to be together forever. So in theory, it's not going to be one of those tattoos that you regret later, then go for it. Yeah. I think they're going to regret that decision. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> I mean, I would have. Was it was it an actual band all the way around, or was it just because it was a Sagittarius sign? That's what I thought was weird. That it was like a Sagittarius symbol. Which I guess they explained right is it's the sign traveler. of travel, right. and they, it felt very like it made sense for them. I don't know if I don't know. I look, listen to each his own. <laughs> if you want to get a tattoo of a Sagittarius sign on your hand, by all means, go for it. The best thing I think they did though was the. Uh, FaceTime with the family so they could see the wedding and I was like that is something that I didn't even think of but that everybody else should have done yeah live stream it I mean it's 2020 why not technology is amazing everybody like, had their phone out anyway <laughs> yeah. recording it someone yeah. should be in charge of hey can you live stream this for my family back at home adding to just the abruptness of all of this it's like we yes we saw Tanya go try on wedding dresses but that was like in last episode right and then all of a sudden it's like oh now <laughs> they're getting married like the wedding day is here. And she went with that dress. It just was so, uh, I don't know how you felt about the dress, but I just did not like it. I think it made sense for her. <laughs> I, I think it would have been very odd to see her wearing a white wedding dress. That's true. But like her mom looked really good, actually. I thought, oh, I like that dress that her mom had on. It was kind of a red dress. And I was like, that would have been something that Tanya probably Now, I'm off. not opposed to like a red wedding dress. Right. But I am, I, the, not to keep going back to those red suits, but like <laughs> there's a big difference to oh, me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the red, I don't know what it was about that red suit. That, that I really was, got to you. Ew. <laughs> um, not to mention, I we have talked about this i don't know if we brought it up on the podcast we both agree that annie is gorgeous and way out of robert's league so there's something about that that just 
felt very off to me on top of the red suits. So, yeah. Okay. So four couples now married. Like, holy crap. Like, bam, 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 bam. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Blake and Jasmine, Anna and Marcel, Robert and Annie, Tanya and Sinjin married done uh michael and angela we have seen a complete 180 out of her who up until this point has been adamant that she is not getting married in nigeria that that is absolutely not even something she's willing to consider to last night all of a sudden they're at the what is it the wedding registry Registry, yes and now okay as long as in the 11th hour she doesn't get a letter from the attorney saying that he can have the k-1 visa she's gonna go back to nigeria again to get married so it'll be her fourth trip and she is told that she has to have an American witness Mm -hmm. now this is going to be the issue but then it's like look at how much she has spent on all of this so far like why can't you bring a friend I I don't see what the big deal was at this point now money all of a sudden is such a major issue where it's like I don't know if I can bring a friend I mean I have gone there three times and a couple of times kind of unexpectedly it wasn't as if all of them were like planned out hey in four months I'm coming to visit you some of them were like you know what you didn't get your approval for the visa well I'm going to have to get on a plane and head over there. So that seems like a very spur of the moment. Right. And like she stayed in hotels every time she went. Exactly. And And she had a lot of bags. Yeah. And I didn't think she was staying that long this time. Oh. So, I mean, it it was very interesting. You talk about the 180 uh, change. Her personality actually has changed. Well, what we've seen has been uh, different from what we've seen prior. Yes. Now, we see a little clip of the tell-all, and then she goes right back to the Angela that we know and love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but What is been... that clip they said? She's like, kiss my white trashy ass. Yeah. I was like, oh, that is what I she can't said. wait. That is what she said. I'm so, so excited. <laughs> but she's been very kind of, you know, reasonable and, you know, uh, listening to people. And yeah. even when she's getting news that she doesn't like, she doesn't fly off the handle. Like uh, last episode when his brother-in-law or his brother said, hey, you know what? He needs to move on. He needs move on she didn't like get irate she's just like oh well explain more let's talk this out and right right kind of come to i tell you if there is one person who is just made for reality television oh, absolutely it's angela absolutely she's like the personification of reality tv i feel like, like tlc and, is not gonna let her go no oh no 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 in fact we do know that she and michael have gotten married That's in right. nigeria we've seen the wedding photos and there was a camera crew there filming it so this is not the last we've seen from them they will be back and tlc is smart to keep her on the payroll do you think they're gonna have to change their strategy with these shows going forward because especially in this season even more so than past seasons we've been getting a lot of the spoilers early due to social media and i think as the fandom (coughs) grows it's going to be unavoidable so what they're going to have to do strategy wise i feel like is adopt some sort of bachelor philosophy where they don't we don't know the outcome because it hasn't happened yet Mm -hmm. because otherwise yeah it's like i can go on instagram and read blogs and find out what's happening in real time because what we're seeing was filmed months ago and that does kind of spoil the fun but it almost becomes a game right where people are just trying to get information at least I've noticed in some of those Facebook groups that I belong to people like they are doing the deep dives, deep dives yes and they are going on people's relatives 
pages and I know we don't talk about The Bachelor necessarily on this show, but you want to talk about someone came up with this theory that the guy who's competing on this season of The Bachelor doesn't pick any of the girls and that he's actually in a relationship with one of the producers of the show. And this person was able to provide the receipts, had screenshots of this producer and Peter's mom's New Year's Eve Instagram post. I mean, it was crazy. And uh, it's become like a sport that people are able to to f- figure out storylines, you know, based on things like social media. So, yeah. And again, it's like now more people know about the show. So if a couple is seen filming, we know, we know. that that it's not over yet. Or um, something like the Marcel where we we pretty much thought, OK, this is done. And then it couldn't have even been a week later that we saw the picture of him on Instagram at a Walmart in Nebraska. And, you know, well, there's only one way that's going to happen. Right. Is if things somehow worked out. Absolutely. Or he's um, here legally. Now, that which leads us perfectly to like our last couple, Mike and Natalie. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Talk about a couple who started with so much promise. Yeah, I mean, and they seem like they had one of the stronger foundations for a relationship. Yep. They met through friends, which yep. a lot of us just, you know, who live in the same area codes, we meet through friends mm-hmm. and you kind of start that relationship. But having a mutual friend in common is a, it's a very considered normal, normal way yeah. to be introduced to somebody. And he goes over to Ukraine and things fall apart real fast. <laughs> well, so the first few episodes, they really play it up as if this is like a really almost a fairy tale couple who you're just like man when are they going to go ahead and get married like we're just waiting for them to approve the k-1 visa so we can go ahead and get this wedding because they don't need the beast (laughs) because they don't need the whole 90 days but as the k-1 visa mysteriously gets denied slowly it starts as a trickle and then it immediately it's like a flood it's like a flash flood where all of a sudden things just fall all the way apart and we don't really know why right and now there's even more right now they're alluding to the fact that mike may have cheated on natalie because is going on where we pick up with them last night he says he has been back from his trip for a week and they haven't spoken in a week and he's going to try to facetime natalie just looking for some type of uh closure answer something reasoning i don't know Hi. Hi. So what have you been doing this last week? You mean the ones that you thinking about us? Sure. Yeah. You know, we just didn't leave on good terms uh, when I left you, so I don't know. I've just been thinking about that a lot. I don't want to think of it. Do you have anything to say about it? Yeah, there's a lot to talk about it, don't you think? No, I don't think. You, you don't, can talk. You don't think nothing about it? You can talk. I'm trying to talk to you about it. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I've had a real tough week since I've been back, so... Do you love me or what? Do you still love me? I'm asking you, do you love me? No, you answer first. I've always loved you, Natalie, but right now, I don't know. You kind of cut me deep. What did you do? You were there. What do you mean, what did you do? Give you ring? And other things? You don't remember doing all the other things? Did you cut me really deep? I have mind you, and it's different from yours. Mm-hmm. I did nothing bad to you. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Only because I gave you the ring, I had my reasons. And you know. How did I cut you? Uh, many moments that happened behind the screen. Like when they asked me if I love you or no. Before that, few things happened, if you forgot. And we discussed it with you, why I didn't respond. And you, now, like, instead of being, like, with me equal, you push me. That's why you have reaction. I 
at my rights to behave the way I did. But I did nothing wrong towards you. I always was good towards you and on your side. You have to be more stronger. I want you to be more, more responsible, more... I think I am beyond responsible right now. I need you to be more serious. The difference between you and me, I admit when I'm wrong. I admit I, so do I. I improve and change. You so, never admit so do when I. you're wrong. So do and I. you always continue pretend like you're such a good guy mm -hmm. and everything and I play this role, you're so good, you're so great and just just like that, you know, I'm just tired of this. We have disagreements. You're absolutely right. No. It's hard for me to rely on you and go to America to find a man who I cannot even trust. I feel not do this. I don't trust you. And you, you know it. Perfect. Okay. All right. Wait, what trust issues? What happened off camera? I, I, I don't know what's honestly going through her head, you know? Everything about her rubs me the wrong way. Everything. Like, to the point where I would put her up there with Tanya status. Oh, like, the really? way that she has acted, it just... now. But again, if she has legit reason to be right. acting that way, it could be a little bit of a different story. Well, the, a little bit like Caesar and uh, who's the girl from uh, Before the 90 Days Maria? last year? Maria. We all hated on Maria, and then it kind of turned out, well, wait a minute. Yeah. Caesar might not have been 100% truthful about everything that was going on in his end either. Which would seem like, in my case this that might there be another situation something that we've really liked him all along he has he been has, he's really likable he yeah like maybe the bomb the plot twist is that he's an asshole <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's as easy and as simple as cheating though i feel like it i don't know i don't know i, I and hopefully they'll explain in further detail in the tell-all what that's really about because she says on the uh on the on the call together that hey something happened right before the camera started started rolling when they asked me if I love you and I kind of refused to respond or worked my way around it and you know what happened Michael but you want to pretend to be this good guy right so even in the conversation she's still not saying it right and I don't know why I don't know why she wouldn't say it right what if the reason her k-1 visa is being held up is not because of her, but because they have to investigate something with him. Like maybe he has a criminal past or has had some problems with taxes and the government. I don't know. Now, I will say, as as over as things appear to be for them, remember, they were spotted filming together in Seattle. That's true. Someone spotted them not only at the airport. They were spotted multiple times. They were spotted him waiting for her at the airport with flowers, and they were spotted at Pike Place Market. So something tells me that whatever this issue is that they're not telling us, whatever it is that we don't know, it's something that they wind up ultimately working through, and she does want wind up coming to the U.S. Now, her K-1 visa was not denied. There was just some weird holdup that right. it was going to take another six months before it was approved and there was like an investigation or there was something kind of ongoing. But a couple that, yeah, I mean, if you would ask me day one who was going to make it, I would have said Mike and Natalie, Absolutely. no question about it. Yeah, and odds on favorite. That is definitely not <laughs> how we left off. Are they so, the only ones who didn't get, well, aside from Mike Angela, and Angela, who we Michael know are going to get married. Yeah, no, the rest of them all got married They're right the only ones yeah everybody else got married happily ever after mm. <laughs> we shall see how things go we have a two-part tell-all so we have two more weeks to get all of our questions answered and then we are going to be starting a new season of before the 90 days february 23rd so buckle up buttercups we're not done yet <laughs> make sure you find reality bites on apple Podcasts, google play wherever you listen to podcasts please rate and subscribe